0: this is a podcast of spiritual awakening radio my name is james bean today three readings from the ginza rabba the great treasure the primary scripture of the mandayan gnostics and then i will share with you some thoughts about these various cousin schools of mystics over the centuries neoplatonism Hermetic philosophy, various Gnostic sects, Christian mysticism, Sufism, Kabbalah, and the Sants of India. This first reading comes from a very heavy pulpit Bible-sized book. The complete Ginza Rabba. in English. The one and only, as far as I am aware, the only complete translation of the entire Ginza Rabba. The Great Treasure, the Holy Book of the Mandian Gnostics. This is such a vast treasure trove of literature. There are books of proverbs attributed to John the Baptist in here. There is such a vast collection of beautiful psalms or mystic poetry. And most of it has never seen the light of day, has never been discussed on podcasts or You know, not really been written about, quoted in the literature, various books on Gnosticism. But I'm very happy to uh, open this book and share with you some passages today. This is from book two of the Left Ginza. I'll begin by sharing a couple of definitions of terms that we will encounter here. The word mana is used to refer to the soul, the spiritual self of someone. It means intelligence or spirit or being. And the Mandayan term for the supreme being is hei rabi or great life, sometimes referred to as life with a capital L or great life. Essentially, like Great Spirit, their term for the highest true God. A mana am I of the Great Life. Who has thrown me into the misery of the worlds? Into the misery of the world. Who has thrown me? Who caused me to settle in this evil darkness? Who has caused me to settle in the evil darkness? Who showed me the flaming fire? Who threw me into the turbid waters from which the destructive beings were formed? From them are the destructive beings formed, and from that they become turbid. Perhaps I will be held back. Perhaps my form will become dark like their form. Perhaps my form will become dark and my speech perish away. While the mana stands there and ponders deeply, his creator arrives. And then we have here a quote from this supreme being visiting this soul. Thou art not part of the suffering such that thou shouldst be anxious. Nor art thou part of the darkness which seeks to put an end to thee. Thou art not a part of the fire that thou shouldst behold the flaming fire. You are not part of the consternation that thy form will become dark like them. You are a part of the splendor, which is without turbidity. You are a part of the earth of light, which is without darkness, seeking to make an end of thee, or an end of you. You will be manifest in greatness, mana, and your own appearance will illumine thee. Your thought shall reassure thee, And your heart will be your helper and master builder. Endure in the world and dwell therein until we are longing for you. When we are longing for you, we will reach out and come here to you. We will reach out and come here to you. We will bring you out and raise you to your treasure house. Unquote. So this soul finds itself in a realm of darkness and fears it too will be absorbed into this darkness and lose its inherent nature of light, that that light will go out. But then it ponders deeply about these things and this divine message comes to this soul. And it uses the term earth of light. It's almost like for you, this life will be a higher, more spiritual version of the earth. Your earth walk will be on, on a higher level, so to speak. And in the end, you will be liberated from this realm and taken to the treasure house, which is a Mandayan term for one of the spiritual heavens of the Mandayan Gnostics. The following is also from the Ginza Rabba, a different translation, another reading from the Mandayan Gnostic scriptures. The soul within me yearns for Hei the great life, the supreme being, the ascension of the soul in Mandaean mysticism. The soul within me yearns for Hei the great life, supreme being. The following represents the ascension of a soul in the realms beyond. We have the earth realm described, and then comes seven inner realms, or seven heavens. And yet none represent the true highest spiritual heaven, So, the soul continues the journey of ascension until it reaches realm number eight, the eighth, which is characterized as the goal, the ultimate reality, the real home of Hei Rabi the great life, the true heaven, above these sort of illusory regions in the middle, above the physical plane, and yet not of the highest and our soul perseveres, presses onward and upward until it reaches the true home and is not detained in any of the lower illusory realms. In the name of the great life. The soul within me yearns for Hei Yi, yearns for life yearns for God the soul within me demands hey ye my goal is to reach the place of life I am flying advancing until I reach the first guardian the servants of the first guardian came to meet me they said let us take this man with us as our captive he might serve as a companion to us They asked me, Hail, companion. Where did you come from? Where do you go? I came from the earth and I'm going to Hayyi. And my path is to the place of life. They said, this is the place of life. Here it is. So where are you going now? I said to myself, I am not one of them. If I stayed with them, I would endure every torment. This is not what my soul desires and wants. The soul within me yearns for Hei The soul within me demands Hei My goal is to reach the place of life. I am flying, advancing, until I reach the second guardian. The servants of the second guardian came to meet me. They said, Let us take this man with us as our captive. He might serve as a companion to us. They asked him, Hail, companion, where did you come from? Where do you go? I came from the earth. I am going to hayi And my path is to the place of life. They said, This is the place of life. Here it is. So where are you going now? I said to myself, I am not one of them. If I stayed with them, I would endure every torment. This is not what my soul desires and wants. The soul within me yearns for Hei The soul within me demands Hei My goal is to reach the place of life. I am flying, advancing until I reach the third guardian. The servants of the third guardian came to meet me. They said, Let us take this man with us as our captive. He might serve as a companion to us. They asked him, Hail, companion. Where did you come from? Where do you go? I came from the earth. I am going to Hayyi and my path is to the place of life. They said, this is the place of life. Here it is. So where are you going now? I said to myself, I am not one of them. If I stayed with them, I would endure every torment. This is not what my soul desires and wants. The soul within me yearns for Hei The soul within me demands Hei My goal is to reach the place of life. And then once again, the soul starts flying, starts ascending until it reaches the fourth guardian. The same dialogue is repeated. The offer to stay there is made and the soul says, no, this is not the real heaven. This is not the real place. I will not be fooled. I will not be detained. I will not be detoured. And then once again, the soul keeps going, reaches the fifth guardian, the fifth plane, the fifth level, and then the sixth level. And then it reaches the seventh guardian. I am flying, advancing until I reach the seventh guardian. The servants of the seventh guardian came to meet me. They said, let us take this man with us as our captive. He might serve as a companion to us they asked him hail companion where did you come from where do you go i came from the earth i am going to hayi and my path is to the place of life they said this is the place of life here it is so where are you going now i said to myself i am not one of them if i stayed with them i would endure every torment this is not what my soul desires and wants. The soul within me yearns for Hei ye. The soul within me demands Hei My goal is to reach the place of life. I am flying, advancing, until I reach the house of life. The righteous came forward to meet me. In thanks I bow down and praise Hei They clothed me in radiance covered me with light, and numbered me among the righteous. Soul, you must raise your lamps to shine among the lamps of light. The word of truth has come to you. I came to the faithful and the righteous. That's a reading from the left Ginza, the left volume of the Ginza Rabba the Mandayan Gnostic scriptures, about the ascension of the soul, beginning on the earth plane and then passing through seven heavens that are not the true highest realms or heavens, do not represent the true highest heaven. So the soul continues the journey of ascension until it reaches the eighth, the goal, the ultimate reality, the real home of the great life, the place of light, the place of life, Hei-Yi Rabi, the true Supreme Being. This is another reading from the Ginza Rabba. From the day when I came to love the life, or God, from the day when my heart came to love the truth, I no longer have trust in anything in the world. After my soul alone I go searching about, which to me is worth generations and worlds. I went and found my soul. What are to me all the worlds? I went and found truth as she stands at the outer rim of the worlds. Of the great life, sublime light be praised. Some thoughts about Saint-Maut and cousin schools of mysticism like the Mandayan Gnostics. Saint-Maut indeed has much in common with certain strands of Sufism, Kabbalah, Mandaeans, and other expressions of Gnosticism, Platonism, even certain Christian mystics, especially in the Syriac East, like the writings of Joseph Hazaya, also the Hermetic philosophy of Egypt. Andrea Diem Lane's book, The Gnostic Mystery, remains one of the best examinations of Gnosticism and you know, comparing the two, the living Gnosis Now of Santmot, and the classic Gnostic literature, such as from the Nag Hammadi Library, discovered in egypt it's a very useful book in that regard because most of the time when it comes to books on gnosticism it's like oh there were these dead people long ago they were called heretics the church didn't like them very much now they're gone next and that's it and you don't really get a sense of what the goals of these uh, spiritual movements were their diet their lifestyle what sort of meditation practice did they have What were their sacred names? What were the rituals that they did? You know, what kind of lifestyle? What was their their overall goal? Uh, What did Gnosticism look like as a spiritual path that had practitioners? You know, you don't really get that in all of these intellectual academic books usually. But Andrea Diem Lane's book, The Gnostic Mystery, uh, turns... Gnosticism into a spiritual path with dietary ethics, meditation practices that lead to the attainment of a spiritual state of consciousness. And, you know, at last, here is a book about how to be a mystic, how to practice that, how to understand the Gnostics and perhaps become one become a living mystic a living Gnostic now. It would be wonderful if there were scholarly projects of that sort of quality that expand this to investigating the commonalities between all of these various cousin schools of mystics. Neoplatonism, Pythagoreanism and Jewish mysticism seem to be the early sources of this Uh, All of this talk of noetic heavens or higher planes, secret, sacred names, initiations into the mysteries, visions, and ascension. Then eventually Syriac Christian mystics and Gnostic sects get established in uh, various places in Egypt, the Middle East, Syria, and Mesopotamia. Not long after, Sufism emerges in this same region of Mesopotamia. Manichaeans, Nestorian Christians, and others travel the Silk Road eastwards, Islam and Sufism become a major presence in India, while some of these meditation techniques, the repetition of sacred names and the ascension of the soul through several higher planes, and perceptions about the world of within, might keep getting reinvented in various cultures over time. You know, the human condition, and the atman project you know the yearning desire of the spirit and so we keep coming up with the same solutions to the same problems you might say and that may be true but i really do see actual contact direct influence taking place between west and east i suspect sufism islamic gnosticism really has served as a major conduit for this uh, influence or interface between the saint tradition of India and Western mysticism. The Dharmdas material, the Kabir Dharmdas material, like the book known as the Anarag Sagar, the Ocean of Love, is especially Manichaean or Gnostic in nature, while Kabir knew of Sufi's other Sants and the Naths or Nath yogis, it's as if Dharam Das had an additional, more Manichaean Gnostic influence in his life. But if a biography of Dharam Das even exists to consult with, it remains an obscure, untranslated, inaccessible, Hindi book. According to Mandayan glossaries I have, they have a term for the Kal Naringian or the Demiurge, which figures prominently in Mandaian and Gnostic tradition. A kind of lower, lesser, false god who is into judging, measuring, you know, the operator of laws and karmas, the cruel hand of fate, doling out destiny in the lower planes, if you will. The lord of time. A kind of false god. False reflection of the lord of timelessness above. So... Some thoughts about these cousin schools of mysticism, their origin, and on how there is a living gnosis now in the form of the Sant tradition of India, known as Sant Mat. Also, it goes by the name Radhaswami. Its meditation practice is called Surat Shabad Yoga, the meditation of the inner light and sound. And very much resembles like the material you just heard me read from the Genseraba, The ascension of the souls through the various realms. On its way back up to the eighth. Above and beyond. The realm of the ultimate reality. The true heaven. The true God. The place of life. The place of the light. In the name of the great life. Sublime light. Be magnified. Thank you for joining me today for this Mandayan Gnostic edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio.